welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a weekly podcast made by gamers for gamers. We discuss retro gaming and issues that gamers care about. We also review indie games and popular titles. Here are your hosts, Bad Gamer Bishop, Bad Gamer Garrick, and Bad Gamer Crowley. Wait, do these idiots not know what anonymous means? Get good scrubs. You know, I keep trying to remind myself to look up what anonymous means, and I keep forgetting. Uh, welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. I am your host, Mr. Crowley, and I am joined uh, this week, as I am almost every week, uh, with my, my co-host, my partner in crime, uh, the uh, cheese on my cracker, uh, the jam between my toes, it's Garrick. I've, I've been known to get in between some toes, and I, I looked up anonymous once, but all it told me was that I was an alcoholic. <laughs> well... That's a different kind of anonymous, but kind of the same concept. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, so this week we got uh, we got some stuff to talk about. Like last week, we kind of left it. Like, can you can you leave on a cliffhanger in a on a yes. podcast? Can you do that? We left it in suspense. Is that what you would call it? Is suspense? Uh, it was a cliffhanger. It was to be continued. You had to wait next week for the episode. I yeah, I suppose that's true. I just don't know. I, I, I don't know if if it's a proper cliffhanger, a proper, like, suspenseful moment. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, okay. Well, on that note, uh, <laughs> like, let's just jump into it. I mean, I don't know. What, so did, Crowley, what did you get for Christmas? What did I get for Christmas? I don't know. That was a while ago. What did you get for your birthday? Well, let's not talk about that. Like, what have you been doing this week, man? Like, have you still been moving in and stuff? Yeah, we're still unpacking, moving in. Um, I went and bought a new TV stand because w- when we moved, I noticed that the desk I'd been using, a uh, nice, a beautiful $20 desk from Ikea, um, starting to get warped in the middle. <laughs> did, you so, say, did you say that $20 desk from Ikea? Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. It's lasted me five years. Hey, so, man, five years is five years. Great. Yeah, no, that's yeah. good. Yeah. But uh, no, it's about time that I went and got a proper like entertainment setup thing that I could actually have my systems like inside cabinets rather than having them just sitting on a desk or something so i went out got a a beautiful one from a a local company here um and it has these like big side almost like library case things and then it has a thing at the top i can put stuff on was it locally sourced wood it is particle board okay because i'm on a budget is it is it locally sourced particle board it's probably, yeah, know. it's probably beetle kill. Is it organic? Okay, I don't know what any of that means. That's good. So you're getting moved in, you get situated. Uh, that's that's awesome. Uh, you know, you got you got a little little one coming here, pretty quick. Soon. So getting everything. I, I'm I'm guessing about the, a month. Yeah, the wife's nesting and everything. Oh, your game oh, yeah. time is going to be cut by a lot. <laughs> so welcome to the rest of your life, son. Uh, yep. uh, and that son goes out to cab because he keeps calling me son, and I don't know why. Son? Yeah, he calls me son on the Discord. You can join our Discord. Uh, check it out. It'll be in the show notes along with our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitters. Uh, all that good stuff will be there. You can uh, you can find our Twitches there as well. Speaking of Twitch, uh, last week's episode, man, I really dug having uh, Captain Nilskill on uh, Callan. That yeah, was, that was, that was awesome. Time. We yeah. should have him on again. Invite him on. I think we will. I think we- we'll have him on. I'll try to get I'll try to get his uh, his old uh, partner in crime Sidor on too. Do we have to pay him? No, no, no. Yeah, invite him on. All right, perfect. Uh, and I think I think we may have Jaw on at some point too, because I know he's been playing a ton of Monster Hunter World. Yeah, we need to do like a Monster Hunter centric podcast. Uh, I don't want to do that. Just Joe and I need to go to town. Yeah, How far are you in Monster Hunter? Huh? I don't know. I stopped playing it. Why? Because of things. Kingdom Come Deliverance, my man. Kingdom Come Deliverance. Ugh. That is the February game of the month, and I understand that you're only a few hours into it. I am heavily. Yeah. I am. I am struggling, so I cannot get myself to get into this game. Look, I don't know I'm what just going to tell you. I, got, I, don't know I had the same issue. The, the slow, repetitious I traveling. Have, dude, I, I don't know issue. if it's the unintuitive combat. Just unintuitive. It is so odd. I can't wait. Next week will be the Kingdom Come Deliverance episode, folks. So just stay tuned for that. That'll be the February game of the month. I'm looking forward to it. Right now, that is high on my on my list. Yes, it has some issues. Uh, like today, I basically had to backtrack. 12 hours of gameplay because of a bug. So yeah. yeah. 
there's there's some uh we'll talk about it next week but there's some bethesda level issues going on here yes but there's also some bethesda level awesomeness going on too so i i think it balances it out but we'll we'll talk about it more next week when you've got a chance to get uh get your hands dirty uh, a little more uh, uh, absolutely Sh- shout out to Warhorse Studios like yeah. small team published by Deep Silver recently bought up by THQ Nordic um, they, they they did a good job with this game for being a very small studio yeah I, I just I think you probably could have stopped but they did a good job with this game but that's just me we'll talk about it next week I don't want to get into it now because I think the people have waited long enough like for those of you who care let's talk about Crowley owning a switch Crowley got a switch for his birthday. Yes, he did. Yes, 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 he did. Uh, you know. What's your thoughts? I don't. You know what? Do you really? Here's you my question. Do you really want my thoughts? Like, do you, Garrick, want to hear my thoughts on the switch? Crowley, at this point. You don't have a choice. <laughs> it's taken me. Well, yeah, but it's taken me almost a year. And oh, somehow damn. someone convinced you. To get a switch, well, it so wasn't I'm happy. convincing. It was just that's what I got from a birthday, and here's how I sold it to the wife. I said, "Look, because she's like, you said the switch sucks. I go, the switch does suck. I said, but I need it because podcast. I do a gaming podcast. I can't, in good conscience, do a gaming podcast and not have the the hottest selling gaming console in the United States right now. I just can't do it." And she said, well, what about the Xbox One? And I said, what about it? It sucks. I don't need a paperweight. I need a gaming <laughs> console. I said, so everything that comes out on the Xbox One, I can play on a PC. She goes, oh, well, I didn't yep. know that. I said, neither did, neither did half of the Xbox One buyers. Well, in all fairness, they didn't do that until a year and a half, two years ago or so. That's um, I, I would argue they suck. that you're not going to play those games on PC anyways, so it's it's irrelevant. Uh, Probably. I'll play them on PS4. Sea of Thieves. We should play Sea of Thieves. Fine. <laughs> God, I hate stylized graphics, man. That's going to be a theme, I feel, for this podcast. Well, I hate stylized that's, graphics. That's lately, that's been Microsoft's MO, because the only other game we know of coming out is Crackdown 3 supposedly this year, which is very stylized, as well as State of Decay 2. Not so much stylized. We should do that one for sure, though. That game is awesome. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not going to talk about other games that we're doing other than for the March game of the month. Can we do Bayonetta or Bayonetta 2? Can we do that, please? Well, I mean, it's an old game just remastered. What, Bayonetta 2? Yeah. It was was originally a Wii U exclusive. came out four years ago. Three or four years? It's a Wii U exclusive. I want you to just keep that in mind as well. Look, <laughs> look let's, let's talk. Let's talk about the Switch. Let's let's talk about the Switch. Uh, so last week, uh, as you know uh, from the podcast, I went out and I bought a TV, a new TV. Now this wasn't an expensive TV. This was just a newer TV uh, that replaced our old uh, uh, LCD. Uh, 40 some inch we got a 50 inch uh, and it's like the introductory one into the uh, HDR so it's like 700 bucks right it's Samsung it looks really nice but it's not OLED it that you know I'll get the 2000 2500 uh, TV when I upgrade uh, my 60 inch plasma downstairs when I redo yeah. when I redo the man cave and the office all of that stuff like that's when I'm gonna get that so probably in the next you know hopefully uh, year to two years that that's that's where where the new TV is going to come in for the PlayStation uh, 4 Pro, and, and uh, so yeah, that's what and you know that's what I'm looking at. So anyway, but it looks good. It looks really good on an inexpensive 4K TV. So I can't wait to see what the PS4 Pro looks like on the on the uh, on a really good TV, right? For sure, I have a uh, I have a fifteen hundred dollar sixty five inch Samsung LED four K with UHD and HDR and all that fun stuff that I got a little over a year ago. Um, and I will tell you that the PS4 Pro looks really darn good on it. Which looks better, the Pro or the Switch? I mean, the Pro. Okay. All right. Well, I just wanted to look. I'm just going to make these comparisons throughout how, the rest however, of the show. However, don't. However, my Xbox maybe. One X looks the best. Yeah, but nobody has that. Well, I'm one of them. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, the portability of the Switch obviously is great. I love oh, being yeah. able to take breath of the wild or mario kart 9 whatever i'm playing where you know i can take that wherever like i could go upstairs with it 
if you know I've got to put the the uh, Mickey Mouse Club on so that my daughter stops crying, I can still play whatever it is I'm playing. It, it's it's perfect. I don't think that that's ever been an issue with me is the portability of it. Um, the the downside to it is is Breath of the Wild's it, it it's pretty. I mean, it looks pretty, but it does drain the the Switch batteries. So after a few hours, you've got to recharge it. Um, you know, I, and I learned that I, I, I took it upstairs before I went to bed one night and I was playing in bed. You know how some people read in bed? I was playing the Switch in bed. Yep. And, That's what I do. Yeah. And I put it down and I went to pick it up the next morning and I only got like 30 minutes. And I'm like, seriously, I got to put this thing back in, in the dock. I'm like, That's ridiculous. But, you know, yeah. I suppose with Breath of the Wild, that's to be expected. Uh, but I will also admit that this is more than a gimmick. I had said in the past that this was a gimmick, that the Switch being portable, uh, being, uh, you know, it was basically the new DS. It, it is, but it's also, I mean, it's a full-fledged console, right? Like, it's a yep. portable console. Like, great, great idea. So Nintendo, leave it to Nintendo to put it together. So good, good, good on them. Uh, you know, that I suppose that's one thing that I was wrong on. I it's suppose. it's pretty impressive. These things are more powerful than PS3s and Xbox 360s. And granted, those are a decade old consoles, but the fact that you can get it in such a small package as the Switch, because it's a tiny, 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 tiny console, um, it's pretty impressive on Nintendo's part. It's still just a repackaged Wii U. <laughs> Granted, yes, but it's a reimagined definitive edition of the Wii U. That's fine, but, but yeah, as long as Wii we're all being honest here and all things being equal, it's a Wii U. That's all it is. It's it's the Wii U Plus. Whatever. It's it's the Wii U X. Nintendo's like, we've got all these extra Wii U's that nobody bought. What are we gonna do with them? And they're like, mm, let's just change it up a little bit and we'll just we'll call it good. Yep. Like it's not anything. It's not graphically any better. So than the I, Wii U. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Nah, it looks the same. <laughs> like you could put it in four K. Like you could put it in in what is it? Ten eighty P or seven twenty? I don't even know what the Switch it's, can do. So it outputs ten eighty P. I think the native screen resolution it's, is seven twenty P. But it's still an upgrade from the Wii U. I think the Wii U's tablet native resolution is like four eighty or something stupid. Well, fine, great. They, they welcome to the twenty first century. You're only 18 years behind. Uh, I mean, the PS2 came out in 2002. Whatever. Right? Shut, shut up, Garrett. It's uh, 20th century. Let's let's talk about two. Look, it, let, all right, fine. 2006. Because <laughs> That's the 21st century, rather. Because yeah. in 2006, guess what? Like the friend code was a thing, and that was great. Like, oh man, what's friend code? I got my DS here. Let's let's uh, let's let's play some Pokemon together, right? 2006? Uh, sound about right? I don't think the friend code was introduced until the 3DS, sir. Whatever. I don't even care. <laughs> but, yeah, the friend code sucks. Um, I think Nintendo is still stuck in the last time that they were ever successful. So, maybe we'll change that up soon? We'll see. We had to register for a Nintendo ID, so why can't we just use that? Nah, you know, no. I hate the friend code! It's 2018, Nintendo! Come on! Let's get with the program, for the love of Christ! Good God almighty. Can we just like, you have to make a me, right? Yeah. Wait. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, and then you have to, you have to connect your Nintendo account, right? Yes. Okay. So why can't you just use that? Well, that's what I just said. Well, I'm just reiterating. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, yeah. Like I, so I don't angry. understand it. And Nintendo, they utilize that. If you have problems with the switch, you can send it into them. Um, all your game, downloads and keys and any of your dlcs that you've purchased is attached to that nintendo id so they can utilize it but yeah, they don't not but they don't they don't utilize it for what they should be utilizing it for exactly not at all it's ridiculous it's the most Agreed. ridiculous thing i've seen in a long time and i've seen some ridiculous things just this week now nintendo's still playing catch-up so uh, to harken back to the xbox 360 ps3 era ps3 didn't have an online store Wait, for the first like two years of its launch. You stop. You cannot make excuses for Nintendo by saying, well, when you look at the PS3, you have to look at the current generation of consoles. And if you're going to do that, then you have to say that Nintendo is certainly well behind the eight ball because the, the, the PlayStation five and the Xbox, I don't even know what it's going to be like the negative two. 
Like at this point, I think yeah, they're just coming sure at negative three. Yeah. Like they're going to come out in the next two, what, two, three, four years. So probably the, three or four years. Yeah. Yeah. So the switch like is in three or four years is certainly going to be obsolete. Well, here's the thing. Nintendo has recently stated in an investor call this past week that they plan on supporting the Switch for the next 7 to 10 years. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Much longer than the average console lifespan. In average console next, is about 6, 7 years. In the next 7 to 10 years, holograms are going to be a thing. Okay, we're all going to be oh. playing on a holodeck in your room. God, please let me. That's going to be amazing. Like just I can't wait. Just look at what, what look at what VR is. Look at what the potential VR has and then tell me in 7 to 10 years that that's not going to be like just light years where it is right now. Light years is a measurement of distance. <sighs> Sometimes, Garrick, I wish that I had a different co-host. Um cuz you bad, you're stuck uh, with me like <laughs> peanut butter to jelly i don't know sardines I, it would be peanut butter to sardines like jam in your toes uh joy so what else what else about the, the thing joy cons can suck it <laughs> joy cons are the dumbest thing i've ever seen in my life like i get why they made them the way they made them like i understand like from a from an engineering aspect from an engineering point of view like these are great little little gimmicks and that's what they are it's just a gimmick like you want to talk about a gimmick the Joy-Cons are a gimmick. Like, well, let's attach the controllers to it. That way it's just like a portable system. Shut up, Nintendo. Give me a real controller. Give me something that I can put in my hands and let it come with the console. Don't let it be an add-on. Don't let it be something that I've got to buy separately. Don't let it be something that's going to come out later. Have it come with the console. Make a controller for man hands, not for baby hands. I understand I mean, you're geared towards kids, Nintendo. I'm not a kid. Well, I am on the inside. and, and Yeah, you are. Yeah, mentally. Yeah, I, You don't like, have the kid hands anymore. I don't. I have man hands. Man hands. And you know what they say about uh, men with large hands, right? They need bigger controllers. We need bigger controllers. That's exactly right. So they did include the adapter part that you can slide into to make it like a real controller. Yeah, and that's great but it feels flimsy and i'm afraid i'm gonna break it like look i uh you know uh, talking with with uh mike from uh the cantina cast uh this week seeing him put together a uh a, a thing that he's got going on i mean he's looking at like a retro nintendo controller like from the nes right and those things you could chuck like those were they weren't large by any stretch of the imagination but they at least you could throw across the room and they they kept working you know you could they could take well, yeah. a beating. These can't these I feel like are gonna break at any second. It may feel like that, but there has been a oh. hundred foot drop chest on the switch and it still works Wait, afterwards. The switch these still things... works or the controllers still work? The controller still worked. It okay. came apart, but the controller still worked. Okay. It just snapped back together and the screen had lines going through it, but you could still play Zelda. Really Couldn't cool. see half the screen, but you could still play it. Then that's being not, a, that's from not a successful test. That's not a successful test. Well, compared to the other stuff they tested, like, yeah. Like an egg? Sure. If you drop an egg, it's, <laughs> I suppose it's a failed test. But if you're looking at it, like, if, you, if the screen is has lines through it, that's a fail. I'm sorry. Pretty, that's a pretty sure if you dropped <sighs> a PS4 from 100 feet, it wouldn't work whatsoever. You know what? Can we test a Garrick? What happens if we, if we drop a Garrick from 100 feet? I'm pretty sure I just bounce. Okay. Go ahead, tell me why I'm wrong here about Joy-Cons. You're not wrong. Thank you. Oh, right, perfect. See, no, stop. You can't say that I'm not wrong and then be like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're not wrong, but you're not 100% right. Either. Like, you can't. I'm either right or I'm wrong. And if I'm not no, wrong, you're not wrong. Right. The, the Joy-Cons are extremely small. For the amount of technology that's built into them, again, Super impressive on Nintendo's part. The rumble feature that's inside of it, the NFC reader that's built into it, the infrared that's built into it. They put a lot of tech into these controllers, and that's kind of why they're so pricey. But um, I did not like the Joy-Cons the first time I got my Switch. It took about a month or so, and that's actually having them unattached from the Switch, playing them separately with one in each hand. That's probably my preferred way to play. Although I will say, the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller <sighs> is pretty amazing. Okay, so how much uh, How much is a Switch? 300 
Okay. And then, so you're going to want a game, right? So 360. And then, mm-hmm. like, do they have beefier cables you can get? Uh, No. Yeah, right. Like, they have beefier cables you can get for the PlayStation. They have beefier cables you can get for the Xbox. No beefier cables for this. So I suppose you're saving you money there. Are you talking about thickness? Yeah, I'm talking about, like, monster cables. Oh, okay. Like, I didn't know you could get those on PS4. Yes. What? I don't pay attention. Oh, good God, man. Anyway. Like, length, you can get longer cables, yes. No, I mean, like, better cables, like monster cables, better connections, and the high, like, so the latency, regardless. Look. I mean, it's USB-C, so yes, technically, I guess. Oh, whatever. Anyway, the Pro Controller is how much? 30 bucks. It's 70 $70 for a freaking controller? Are you kidding me? And it, somehow it, that's supposed to make me feel better? You could spend I mean, 70 It's more than a game. PS4 and Xbox One controllers cost the same? Oh, no, shut up. Those are good controllers, I... though. <laughs> and not nearly as much technology in them. And they're better controllers. good god this is ridiculous i can't even believe i own a switch at this point i don't even know why i have a switch i don't i'm i'm i don't know but i'm happy i'm why you haven't i I put my friend code on the discord and i have one friend and you're not it that's true yeah who's your friend crowley it's our uh, super mega, uh, super ultra mega awesome uh, fan, uh, Cheyenne. Super awesome mega ultra super fan. Who's that? I said Cheyenne. What else? Wait, what do you? How, how many times I got to say the name? Cheyenne. Oh, Cheyenne. Shout out to Cheyenne. Um, I'll friend you on on the Switch. No, probably. you won't. I don't even want your. I don't want your pity friend. I don't want a pity friend request from you. Everybody who's listening, oh, please no. message Crowley. No, it's on the Discord. Code. It's on the Discord in this in the Nintendo Switch chat area. If, if you want it, you go look for it. I am not giving it out again. I've given Same. it out once. That's it. Like you, if you want to be Twitter like, oh, at Bad Gamer Crowley, DM him your friend code. Don't. I won't. No, I won't put it in. You can friend me. You can friend me. I don't even care. I don't want your pity friendship. It's ridiculous. Uh, look, I am looking forward to one game this year, and that's the remastered uh, Bayonetta 2. That's it. That's the only game that I'm really looking forward to on the Switch. Everything else is co- that I'm looking forward to is coming out on PC or on uh, PlayStation 4. That's it. Well, good news. It's out. It's been out for two days. I know. Look I just up. haven't bought it yet. <laughs> look, man, I've been, playing, I've been playing Monster Hunter Download it? Dude, I've been playing Monster Hunter World. I've been playing uh, good. Breath of the Wild. I've been playing uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance. So my my plate's pretty full right now. Thank you. So how is Breath of the Wild? Uh, why do you have to go and ruin a perfectly good podcast? You started it. I did start it. All right, look, you want uh, my thoughts on Breath of the Wild is it is what I thought it is. There was a Dennis Green, I believe was his name. He was the coach for, I want to say, uh, the the Cardinals a few years ago in the NFL. For those of you who aren't familiar with sports, that's the football, the foosball. Uh, and when, they were baseball. No, uh, that's, you know what? Just let me tell my story. And uh, they uh, they played the Bears when the Bears were good. So this was a few years ago, obviously. And he, uh, Bears. And th- it was a close game. And he came out in the press conference. He goes, they are who we thought they were. Well, guess what? That's me, and that's 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 Zelda, because it is what I thought it was. It's not that great, and here's why. Stylized graphics. Now, before any of you haters go, eh, you think it looks like a cartoon, and you don't like my cartoon, that you, you being a hater for hater. Shut your mouth and listen. Wait, I'm sorry. What was that again? Exactly. This is personal preference, so don't hate on me. I'm not saying that it's kitty. I'm not saying it's 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 cartoonish. I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying is it's a personal preference that I don't like stylized graphics. And here's why. It's 2018. Let's let them look less that like like a cartoon and more real. Please. Look, I get that Zelda games have always looked like this, but that was coming from a time when all games looked like this. When all games had to look cartoony. When all games had to look this stylized because they couldn't get the level of realism that you can get it from kingdom come deliverance that you could get from uh horizon zero dawn that you can get from uh skyrim those are realistic looking this isn't it is stylized and there's no reason for it in 2018 none 
And don't tell me that they're just trying to, to keep it uniform. No, why wouldn't you want it to look more real? Why wouldn't you want it to look better? I'm not saying that it doesn't look good. It's a very pretty game. It's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. And in some some instances, I'm like, wow, this looks really good. But in others, I'm like, come on, guys. Why in 2018 am I looking at a cartoon? Why? Yeah, I I like the art direction, but it's because it's cell shaded. And I absolutely love the cell shaded look in video games. Again, personal preference. That's just me. Um, however, in my opinion, I think Zelda Twilight Princess was the best art direction of any Zelda game. And it was the darkest, grittiest, most realistic looking of any of the Zelda games. And I, I would absolutely love for them to make another super realistic looking Zelda sometime in the future. Uh, I would too. That's all I want. I don't know if I agree with what you said about the Twilight Princess, but I didn't really care. I like I haven't liked a Zelda game since I think the last one I was like, wow, this is really good is the Ocarina of Time. So, you know, it's been a while since I've been really wanting to play a Zelda. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, all of them, for the most part, kind of have that cartoony look. But that's why Twilight Princess is my favorite is because it was the most apart from that cartoony style. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I just didn't care for the game. Um, let's talk about voice acting. And uh, again, like Joe, uh, who, who's been on uh, Mustang Joe, uh, who's been on the show before talking about Battlefront 2. Um, he doesn't agree with this. Uh, he I, I think he said and I have to go back and look, but I think he said that he liked the voice acting in uh, a breath of the wild that he thought what voice acting. Right. He thought that Zelda's voice was done really well. Here, here's my thing. It is 2018, folks. Hire some freaking actors. Bully voice games aren't that hard, and they're all out there. So figure it out, Nintendo. Also, the acting itself just absolutely sucks. It is horrendous. I'm sorry, but it is. I've heard bootleg animes voiced over better than this. Uh, like, I get that. I didn't know you watched bootleg anime. <laughs> You know what? There's a lot of things about me you don't know, Garrick. You just don't you don't ever care to ask. I don't know if I want to anymore. I don't think you probably do. Look, if you like Zelda's voice in this game, you're either deaf or you're drunk. Maybe both. I don't know. Because it sounds like she's reading them off a teleprompter, and at least Obama could do that well. He was very good at reading off teleprompters. <sighs> got anything? Like, you got a rebuttal, Garrick? Do you think I'm wrong? No, okay. you're absolutely right. I, I, <laughs> yes, I had to really think back. <laughs> I had to think back and be like, wait, there is voice acting in this game? Exactly. And it took me a minute, but yeah, I do remember the very beginning of the game, you have Zelda going, Link. All of your all of your all of your memories Link. that you can go find That's are it. those are all voice acted. Those are fully voiced. So all of yeah. the characters, like when you when you reach a uh, when you when you reach a divine beast, all of those are voice acted. Those are fully I, voiced. I don't, I don't remember any of that. Oh, good God. How long ago has it been since you played this game? It's been about uh, a year. Well, that's ridiculous. Which came out March 3rd or March 7th. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been 11, 11 and a half months since I played this game. And you didn't beat it, did you? No, I beat it. Uh, all right, that was the one game you beat last year. That's right. Exactly. Uh, it's just, I, look. No, it's, yeah, it's you, not good. No, it's not good. And in 2018, Nintendo, you got to do better than this. Again, I feel like parts of this game were phoned in, and this is one of them. Where you're just like, eh, you know what? Zelda's always been, uh, you know, where where it's you have to read it. So let's just let's just do that. Like it's just silly. Let's just yeah. that's just and and the other games. I mean, all, all the Zelda games, like they'll make like a grunt noise in the beginning. They'll be like, oh, or oh, or something like that, and yeah. then you just read the dialogue. So. At least this one has voice acting. I guess, but it's horrible it's voice acting. It's all voice acting. Oh, it's oh, it's just so bad. It takes video games back ten years, if not if not further. Like that, it I'm sets sensing them back. a theme here, man. Th this whole thing is just it, it's nostalgia, it's retro, and it's crap. And I'm tired of it. Oh, I can't wait for my final thoughts. I don't, on I don't this. know if this is nostalgia, but Dude, okay. Zelda itself is nostalgia. Uh, let's sure. no. What do you mean? Sure. How did, I mean, Zelda's been. I didn't listen into your nostalgia podcast. What do you define as nostalgia? I I put it as anything you know, twenty years or more. Okay, 
so a remastering of Call of Duty from 10 years ago yeah. is not considered nostalgia? Oh, no, that absolutely is killed. Yeah, I would consider that nostalgia. Absolutely. Cool. So you need to reevaluate your definition. <clears throat> no, I don't need to reevaluate my definition. <laughs> I think we, we came to the uh, uh, conclusion that it's subjective, that nostalgia is subjective. Like, I can't believe you didn't listen to the podcast. Yeah, I wasn't on it. Why should I listen to that it? That makes me very sad. I like listening to my own voice. I think that's why you and I get along so well. Probably. It's an open world RPG with nothing there. There are hardly any enemies. Seriously? Like, it is sparse. It is few and far between. Like, Game of Thrones says the, the night is dark and full of terrors. Well, I say that friggin' there's nothing there. Like, there are no terrors. There's nothing. You just ride around or you run around until you find a shrine. You go in, you figure out a puzzle, and you're done. This is silly. It's just absolute silliness. Like, I get that they want to make a game where, they, where, where they're pushing exploration, but you know what? Horizon Zero Dawn did the same thing, and they were able to put enemies everywhere. Like, big enemies. Like, enemies where you had to think about, you know, do I, am I going to go this way? Am I going to go around them? What am I going to do? All they did was strategically place enemies around uh, uh, large targets. Towers, uh, some shrines, uh, divine, you know, when you're trying to get to a divine beast. Like, that's it. Like, there's nothing. It's so frustrating. And again, yeah, you can explore and fight. It's not one or the other. So, like, get out of here with that. Just shut up with that. Well, you know, they wanted to push the expert. It's, it's not either or. You can do both. It's been done. Horizon Zero Dawn did it beautifully. This game doesn't even try. It's just bad. So, I, I would disagree, and I would say that Horizon Zero Dawn did not emphasize exploration nearly as much as Breath of the Wild. Are you going to say because Horizon Zero Dawn didn't have nearly as many secrets in it as as, as Zelda does, as Breath of the Wild does? Is that what you're going to say? No, I think Horizon Zero Dawn was a lot more dense. So I don't think Horizon Zero Dawn is as big as Breath of the Wild's world. I haven't seen comparisons, though. But from playing the games, pretty sure Breath of the Wild's world is bigger. Um, well, sure. But... And they were able to do that because they didn't have to put enemies anywhere. <laughs> well, yeah. But I also think that um, it definitely feels more like Breath of the Wild's world had more of a handcrafted feel to it. At first, when I played this game, I, I absolutely agreed. It felt empty. It felt sparse. But I kind of grew to appreciate that emptiness. And I, I think that's why Nintendo called it an open-air adventure. It wasn't an open-world adventure. It didn't have all this depth to it. It felt sparse because it was made sparse. And I think that where the enemy camps are, where the roaming patrols are, um, where they do put the enemies, it, it makes it a little bit more realistic to me as far as it can be for a video game. And I think that they actually went out of their way to hide a lot of stuff in this game. There are a ton of nooks and crannies to go and explore and find whole bunches of chests and little Kokoro seeds and Why? just cute little puzzles and Why? shrines. There's Why? a bunch of secrets in this game. Why? What motivation do I have to do that? How, how much time have you put into Zelda? I, I've put in a fairly good amount. Like, so I've been splitting my days up. So in the morning I, I watch, I watch my little girl, right? So that's what I do. I watch her and I play breath of the wild. Cause I'm able to do that either on the TV or, you know, as I said earlier, when it's, when it's in, you know, handheld mode. So I get a lot of playing time, probably four to five hours a day. I've had it. What? couple weeks now so i don't know i put quite a bit of time into it i mean i'm i'm about done with the game i think i've got one more divine beast to do and then i can just go you know kill ganon because that's not gonna be hard so do you like or dislike this game yeah i'm lukewarm on it i don't think it's nearly as good as everybody said it is i think it's right where i said it was i think it's 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 not good i would i would put it at a four out of ten that's where i'd put it right now four out of four 10. out of ten and yet you are playing it every day. Right. And, and let me tell you why. almost about to beat the game. Yep. And let me tell you why. Number one, because I want to beat the game. Number two, because I knew that if I didn't give this game its full due, if I didn't give this game every opportunity to wow me, to blow me out of the water, to, to absolutely just crush my, my presuppositions that I had about this game, 
that I would get all kinds of hate from you Zelda fanboys out there. F-A-N-B-O-I. Okay? That I knew I would hear it. And you know what? Now when I hear it, I can ignore you because I have given this game ample opportunity. In fact, I think I've gone beyond and above giving this game every opportunity to, to wow me, to blow my socks off, to make me just absolutely question every opinion I've ever held. And it hasn't done any of that. All it has done is reaffirmed everything that I thought about this game. It is nostalgia heavy, and that's all it is. It is. It was a marketing ploy to get people to buy the Switch, and congratulations, Nintendo, it worked. I think that it, it does a disservice to gamers, and I think uh, it sets the gaming industry as a whole back at least 15 years. Because not only was this game Game of the Year on so many people's radars last year, that great games like Horizon Zero Dawn got left out in the cold. Like they weren't even, they didn't even win an award in some cases. So this game has done more to hurt the gaming industry, in my opinion, than any other game that's probably come since Superman 64 or E.T. That's how bad this game is. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be game of the year on anybody's radar. It, if this was your game of the year, or if this was in your top five, like I quest, I, I will question your opinion from now on. That's how bad this game is to me. I've given I mean, it every chance. By definition, it's an opinion. I get that. I get it. The gaming is very subjective, just like nostalgia, just like a lot of the things we talk about on this show. I get that. I absolutely understand that. My opinion is just a, a I'm pissing in the wind. Like everybody's got an opinion. And I don't care about any of them, and most of them don't care about mine. I totally understand that, I, I and I'm okay with that. But I have a forum here. I have a podcast where I can voice my opinion, and my opinion is, and I will say it loud and proud, Zelda Breath of the Wild sucks. It is a 4 out of 10. For all of the reasons and more that I have listed. Fair enough. Look, look let's, let's just talk about something simple in a game, right? Something simple. Okay. Right, riding a horse. Kingdom okay. Come Deliverance. You push a button. Once you get your horse, you push a button. The, the, the horse is there. Like, they get that it's a video game and, like, you need to be able to get to where you're going quickly. In a game that is open air, which, by the way, if you're making up a term, Nintendo, to push your game open air, yeah, guess what? You did it wrong and you know you did it wrong. Uh, it, it, riding a horse in Kingdom Come Deliverance is easy. Push a button. You get on it. You point the horse in the direction you want to go. You turn when you want to turn. Works great. In, in Breath of the Wild, it does not. You can't just push a button and your horse comes. You got to go get it out of the stable first. Then, then when you want to turn, you can't be going too fast or it won't turn. Oh, and you only get bursts of speed. So, you know, if you get the, the fast starts of the game, you only get, what, six, seven bursts of speed unless you feed it a carrot. And you get a couple more. Silly. Absolutely ridiculous. Oh, you get too far away from your horse. Oh, no, the whistle doesn't work. Oh, guess, guess what? You're going to have to go back to the stable to get it, or you're going to have to go back to where you left the horse. Oh, you got your horse stuck in an area because you were exploring? Oh, got to go back to the stable. It's, it's a video game. For crying out loud, Nintendo, get your horse riding together. That's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I don't know. I liked that aspect of it because it is like a horse is too far away to hear you whistling. That makes sense. Let's go find him. Well, sure. Where, that makes, where did I last leave my horse? Sure. That makes sense. But <laughs> realistically, yeah. But in a video game that's stylized and looks like a cartoon. So we'll get into it next week. But Kingdom Come Deliverance is all about authenticity and realism. Right. And yet you can summon your horse everywhere. Absolutely. Because they realize that it's a huge area. It's an expansive area. You need to get from A to B as quickly as you can. Otherwise, you're going to lose interest in the game. Because well, just like Zelda, the, the enemies are, are, are few and far between in, in, in Kingdom Come Deliverance. So at least you can get to a town quickly. And the towns are all well, over the place. They're, they're like five towns in, in Zelda. Yeah, but you can also fast travel directly to them. You can fast travel to a shrine. Or to a tower. You cannot fast travel to a town. Unless that I thought town. they added. No. At least not that I found. Oh, you... Okay. I could have sworn that they added. Like shrines. Like there's. To towns. There, there's like shrines right next to a town. 
Yeah, there's always a shrine next to a yeah. town. There's always a shrine next to a tower. stable as well. Yeah, and a stable, right. And then you can go to the towers. Right. It's a lot of running around. It's a lot of running around in a, in a game that looks like a cartoon. If I'm going to do a lot of running around, I'd rather do it in a game that's realistic. Because guess what? In, in the Middle Ages, you couldn't just whistle and a horse was there. But in Kingdom Come Deliverance, they were like, yeah, we don't want people to lose interest in the game. Nintendo's like, it's Zelda. They'll play it no matter what. We've got these idiots hooked. The all hook, line, and singer. Let's just reel them in. When when do I get a horse in Kingdom Come? Because I've already lost interest. <laughs> it's coming. You just got to progress the story a little bit. We'll talk about Kingdom Come Deliverance next all week. Right. Just trust me. Look, here's the other thing. Like, you, you, you talk about all these little uh, Kuroko nuts or whatever they are that you gotta you gotta collect and all these mm-hmm. what, what what's the motivation i ask that because there's no there's no achievement system there's no award system there's nothing that you can be like hey look what i did and share it with your friends that you had to send a friend code to there's none of so that you you can take a picture on the switch and share it via twitter nobody gives it oh man you're gonna make me say swear words <laughs> nobody cares <laughs> nobody cares you want to be able to share it instantly you want to be able to be like look what i did I have this achievement. Do you have this achievement? Because at this point, if I get all these stupid seeds, which I'm not going to because I think it's dumb. I think it's stupid. I can't wait to be done with this game. Don't get the seeds. Yeah. Like, is there something? Do I get something cool for it? No. You know what you get? Oh, this is going to make me hate this game even more. What is it? Yep. (laughs) You you get poop. Excuse me? You, You get poop. Like actual feces? Yeah, the the big Kuroko guy, whoever his name is, that you take all the seeds to and he increases your bag size. If you collect them all, he gives you his poop. I don't I don't even know what to do with that right now. I have no idea what to do with that. That is just the most insane, stupid thing I've ever heard. This game sucks. I'm telling you right now, if you like this show, if you listen to this show and you listen to, to me rant and you're like, ha ha, Carly's funny because he's always angry. Ha 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 ha. This game's stupid. Like you're going to love this episode because this game is dumb. And anyone who likes this game, I don't trust your opinion on anything, anything, anything. Politics. Well. I don't trust your opinion. Food. I don't trust your opinion. Wine. I don't trust your opinion. Clothing. I don't trust your opinion. Video games. I don't trust your opinion. You probably have an Xbox. So I like this game. Yeah, and you have an Xbox. <laughs> you have proven my point. <laughs> uh, does that mean you don't trust my opinion either? No, I don't. Not at all. Like, Why do you if keep asking for it? Because I, I don't know you, my friend. I'm so conflicted right now. This game's stupid. <laughs> it's just dumb. All right. Let's break this down. I'm okay. losing my voice. This is how angry I am. I'm losing my voice. Wow. We're 45 Calm minutes. Down, We're buddy. 45 minutes into this and I'm losing my voice. Like when I listen when I listen to this to edit it, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to do it with headphones on. I don't know. <laughs> Cuz I'm screaming at how bad this game is. All right, let's break this down. Breath right. of the Wild versus Horizon Zero Dawn. Voice okay. acting. Voice acting. Who gets the edge, Garrick? Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. Action versus exploration. Who gets the edge? Well, you're no, listing no. two things in a versus statement. Absolutely. So Which one? Action goes to Horizon Zero Dawn. Exploration goes to Breath of the Wild. See, and I think that both go to the Horizon Zero Dawn. I think right. that the realistic landscapes look better than the stylized landscapes in in uh, Breath of the Mild. Thank you, Joe. Graphically, yes. Horizon Zero Dawn, the landscapes, everything looks better on Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay, so graphics, Horizon Zero Dawn wins. Story, Horizon Zero Dawn or, or Breath of the Mild? Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. So how did this game beat Horizon Zero Dawn for Game of the Year last year? How? Why did you add a Switch to your birthday wish list and get Breath of the Wild as your very first choice for that game? It's Breath of the Mild from here on out. Okay? That's what we will... I guess if you're dyslexic, sure. No, we will henceforth name this game Breath of the Mild. It will not ever... the Game of the Year. No, it is not Game of the Year. It shouldn't have been Zelda. Game of the Year on anybody. Game of the Wild. Oh, my God. I want to punch you in your nuts. Breath of the Game of the Year Wild. <laughs> this game is so bad. Why did I do it? Because I, I do a podcast. I have given the Switch so much hate that it didn't feel fair of me to not at least have it. 
Uh, I and do I respect wa- that. I do want to play Bay- Bayonetta 2 very much. I want to play that uh, a lot. Uh, you so will love it. Oh, I'm, God, you will love it. I'm looking forward to that. I like the portability aspect of it. Like, you know, we've got a trip coming up uh, to Disney World uh, here at the end of April uh, for the daughter's one-year uh, birthday. So I'm looking forward to that. Being able to play um, wherever I want, whenever I want, like, that, that, that appeals to me, especially. I mean, and again, the, the game looks good. I mean, it's very pretty, but it's just not my cup of tea. Um, so, yeah, that's why I got to switch. Like, it, it, to, to do a gaming podcast and not have this console seems short-sighted. So, I, I got it. Fair enough. I bit the bullet. I'm glad I did. Don't get me wrong. I don't want anybody out there to, to, to conflate the Switch with Breath of the Mild. I don't, I don't conflate the two. The Switch is separate from Breath of the Mild. Yes, the Switch has issues. Absolutely, the Switch has issues. It, it's a repackaged Wii U. It it doesn't have uh, uh, the graphical capacity that your PlayStation 4 Pro has uh, or your Xbox One X. Uh, it doesn't have any of that. It, it is several years behind those consoles. There's no VR. There won't be a VR for it. Uh, the gaming catalog is weak right now. It'll grow, but it's weak right now. And it's been out for a year. Uh, that You know, Nintendo seems to, to, to sustain itself on nostalgia. Uh, so, yeah, there are drawbacks to it, but I think the pros certainly outweigh the cons when it comes to uh, the, the Nintendo Switch, for sure. Uh, but the Zelda Breath of the Mild is absolutely, it's what I thought it was. It's nostalgia heavy. That's it. That That's all it is. This game is is bad, and I know, like, look, man, call in. We've got a phone number. Call in and tell me how wrong I am. Call in and Please. tell me tell me that the you love Breath of the Mild, that you think it's better than Horizon Zero Dawn, and and tell me how. The voice acting is better because it isn't like that. That's a fact. It's just not. That's not subjective. That's not. No. Horizon Zero Dawn hired Ashley Birch. Zelda got. God, I love Ashley Birch. Uh, right. And and Zelda got yeah. some random chick to be like, I'm Zelda and I'm reading off a teleprompter. I don't know why she's Russian, but sure. Was that Russian? I don't know. I don't know what you were doing. So call in and tell me how I'm wrong, but I'm not. Please. When you call please. in and tell me how wrong I am, I will I will play it on the podcast so everybody can hear what you thought, uh, how wrong I was, and then I will mock you. So just be prepared for the mocking that will commence <laughs> after. I think that's probably why nobody's called in yet is because they know you're going to mock them. Well, as long as they know, I suppose. I, it's all like what if they mock you first? Uh, yeah, I'm all right with it. I'll play it. I don't care. Okay. Like, I don't care. You can say whatever you want. You can call me names. I'll bleep out like you don't swear. I'll bleep that out. But whatever, like I don't care. You can, can I say call whatever in? you want. I don't care. Go for it. Probably call in and tell you you're wrong. But that's okay. <laughs> I'll play it and then I'll mock you incessantly. <laughs> and I'll be like, I don't know who left that message, Crowley. All right, it sounds a lot like Garrick. Like, hey, this is Garrick. I'm, I'm mocking <laughs> you. Okay. All right. So, rate the game for me just one last time. What did you give uh, Zelda: Breath of the Mild? I don't think we ever actually gave it an official thing earlier, but I would probably give it a 9.5 out of 10. <coughs> you right there? No, I'm not. What? Taking a sip of water? Are you choking? I was taking a sip of water, and then all of a sudden you're like, I give it a 9.5. What did you give yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn? Uh, I'd probably give it a 9.5. I can't even. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I don't they know. get the same score. I don't Very know. few games get a 10 from me. I don't. I don't know what to do with you. I don't. I, I. I'm at a loss. That makes no sense to me. After you just sat here and said, graphically, story-wise, and voice-wise, Horizon and Zero yet, Dawn is better than Zelda. For a video game, oh. I enjoy Zelda more. Isn't that weird? I give it. I. I, right. I, I give it a three and a half. I can't even give it a four. This it game is just nice. so bad. <laughs> like the more I think about it, I'm like, why did I give it a four? I don't want to give it a four. Like it's lucky to get a three and a half from me. It should. Nintendo should email me and say thank you for giving us a three and a half because this game is terrible. You were right. <laughs> I don't think they'd email you. They should. But to each their own. <laughs> All right. So so questions for you just yeah. regarding the switch. Let's get away from Breath of the Mild. <laughs> I love how you call it Breath of the Mild. You're like, yeah, it's nine and a half, but yeah, I'll call it Breath of the Mild. Otherwise, otherwise, you're going to comment on it, and I'm just trying to avoid that. <laughs> but you did it anyways. So, have you yeah. messed around in the eShop yet? Have you downloaded any demos or looked at the catalog of games in there? No, but I have. It's, it's, very, uh, it's pretty extensive. Uh, it's got a lot of. Um, it's got a lot of potential. 
I like some of the games in there. I was looking around. I was like, ooh, like there's an island flight simulator. I'm like, that might be fun. Nice. Because there's, there's several games that have demos. There's a lot of stuff that's exclusively coming to the Switch, but it's an indie game. And the Switch cartridges that the games come on, they're apparently extremely expensive. So a lot of developers are opting to put them down digitally in the eShop. And sometimes games will actually have a more expensive physical version. Like I think Rocket League is an example. Like it's 20 bucks to buy it through the eShop, but 30 bucks to buy it physically. Um, yeah, but so, you still have uh, to buy you still have to buy SD cards, right? For memory. Uh, it has after the operating system, you still have about 27 gigs usable. Um, I just recently got an SD card for mine. Um, but even without it, I probably held a good dozen games that I downloaded from the eShop. They're not not large files by any stretch of the imagination. As opposed to like Kingdom Come Deliverance. Yeah, on a 25 gigabyte day one update. Yeah, and then a 16 gigabyte day three update. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. All that stuff happens in the background, so I didn't even notice that one. Jeez. Right? Like that, it takes up a lot of space on your PlayStation 4. We'll talk about that next week. I'm sorry, I keep talking about, I'm just telling you, I'm so engrossed in this game. (laughs) Like I'm just telling it's awesome. You, I can't wait to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's so much better than Breath of the Mild. Go ahead. Got any other <laughs> so, uh, other other questions for me for the, about the Switch? Yeah. So um, regarding the online service for them, the, Nintendo's come out and said that they're going to have an online system much like PS Plus and Xbox Live Gold coming out for the Switch this September. What do you hope to see from that, if anything? Uh, I hope to see uh, friend codes go away. Mm-hmm. I hope to see, like, if I didn't make that abundantly clear early on in the episode, I, I want to <laughs> see those go away. Uh, I'd like to see achievements. I'd like to see award like that kind of like that kind of system like PlayStation has and, and Xbox has. Uh, I, I, Steam has like everybody has it. Nintendo just catch up for the love of God. This isn't hard. Uh, I want to see yeah. that. I want to see. Uh, I you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see share play. That'd be cool. Right. Like. PlayStation's got it. I can share a game and play with Garrick or any of my other friends that I friended not through a friend code uh, by, by, you know, for like 20 minutes, right? So I think I think it's up to an hour. Is it up to an hour now? I don't know. Yeah. It's been a while since I used it. I want to say I've never used it. But share uh, is fun. I've done that. Cloud service. I'd like to see a cloud, like cloud saves. Like if I'm paying money and it it's cheaper than, than PlayStation and Xbox version, right? Like, it's going to be, what, 20 bucks? Yeah, they, they came out and said it's going to be, what, like, 20, 25 bucks. This is based on the Japanese yen conversion, so... Yeah. Um, it's going to be something like that. It's going to be on the cheaper side, for sure. Like, PlayStation and Microsoft basically make you buy a game, right? It's 60 bucks for a whole year, right? Yeah. I, I would pay that to have the same level of service... That PlayStation and Microsoft has. However, based on Nintendo's track record, I'm guessing there's a reason they've done it this way, and it's not a good reason. Just, I'll, I'm just gonna throw that out there. So all these things that I want are not my expectation. My expectations are pretty low. Yeah, I think that uh, also on that investor call I made uh, the comment on earlier, th- one of the investors did bring up the fact about cloud save. So I really hope that we see that in there because we get that as part of our PlayStation Plus subscription. Right. And I think Xbox just offers that natively. Um, they did say that they will give us free games, but regarding your nostalgia comments, it will be old NES and SNES games. But I'm okay with that. So here's now, what I'm, here's what I'm not okay with. Okay. What I'm not okay with, and I think I made this clear on the nostalgia episode, but then again, maybe I didn't. Like I said, Jonesy was pretty much the only one that sounded intelligent on that entire podcast. So what I would what I would want is is not remastered games. I don't want games redone. I don't want Final Fantasy VII redone. I don't want any of that. I want to play Castlevania. I want to play Contra. I want to play. Heck yeah. I want to, but that I want to play Star Fox. Like that's what I want. I don't want like new versions of these games. If you're going to give me free games, then I'm okay with giving me free old games. I mean, what do you think PlayStation Plus does? Like every one, you know, every every month you've got new games that you can play, right? Sure, and they're not yeah. they're not AAA titles, and I'm okay with that. But every once in a while, like you'll get a Red Dead Redemption or a Far Cry, right? Yeah. So I'm okay with like I am certainly okay with playing. Uh, Nintendo NES and Nintendo Super NES games uh, on on this free game, you know, 
kick that they're going to give us with their service. I'm okay with that. Cool. Yeah, and I think they did say they're going to do something like multiplayer-wise for the Super Nintendo games that we're going to get. What what that means, we don't know. So it could just be something like we'll have some kind of online leaderboards that we can see what our friends did versus us or what the online global community is doing. I really hope they do things like add like a multiplayer online mode to like the OG Mario Kart. I think that would be really cool as well. But we'll see what they do. Right. Like, can I play? I don't even know. Can I play Mario Kart with you? Yeah. Okay. Well, then we should probably do that. We, absolutely. We should do that. All right. I should probably go buy Mario Kart. Oh, good God. <laughs> you know what? We haven't played I'm, this. I'm, we, haven't, we haven't played this all, all show, and it seems just right right now. Get good scrubs. There you go. Hello, nurse. <laughs> so what games coming out this year that you know of are you excited for? Bayonetta 2. Okay. What games coming out are you excited for? Not that they're out already. Bayonetta 2. Okay. So what about <laughs> Dark Souls Remastered? Don't care. What, what did I just say Kirby about game? Remastered? What? Kirby? Kirby? Yeah, no, Nostalgia. Go ahead. Keep going. Donkey Kong? Nostalgia. Keep going. Uh, Metroid Prime 4? Uh, nostalgia. Keep going. Mario Tennis. And that was fun. On what was the their their first uh, iteration of their virtual reality? The their the little headset. Do you remember that back in the day? Oh God, yeah. Um, oh, I can't remember the called? name of it. I mean, that was fun because that had Mario Tennis. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like it was all red. About, and, yeah, it was, yeah, it was fun. This, I'm I'm super excited for this new Mario Tennis because they're they're going back to what they did on the Game Boy Advance and what they haven't done since. They're adding an RPG story mode to it. So I want a you had golf RPG. game. I want a golf game. There's a couple on the Switch. There's a couple exclusive ones on the Switch. Yeah, I was golf looking. story is fantastic. Yeah, but that I don't know. I want like a hey, golf. Th- I want Tiger I, Woods, and I want to be able to throw wow. golf clubs and get you know take take the wrong medication and drive and. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you'll see a Tiger Woods game coming out anytime soon, tennis or otherwise. Like, did you just um, domestically assault your wife? Oh no, no. Yeah, keep going. I think there is a game like that. I think it's called Grand Theft Auto. Uh, Nintendo Labo. Yeah, no. No, good God. Why did you even bring that up? Didn't I talk about this in a, in a previous show? No, get out of here with your Nintendo Labo. All right. So rumor is they're coming out with a Pokemon game this year. What about Pokemon? I hate Pokemon. I'm not. Okay. 10. I have the mentality so, of a 10-year-old. I am not 10. Well, fair enough. Um, Natsume has announced they're coming out with a new Harvest Moon game. What about that? Huh? What's Harvest Moon? Okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> Wolfenstein 2 is getting ported to the Switch yeah, coming this spring. Yeah, yeah no, no. Okay. World Ends With You is a Nintendo DS game that they're bringing to the Switch. Oh, no. 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 No, don't bring a Nintendo DS game to the Switch. All you're doing is reinforcing every bad thing I've ever said about the Switch. Just stop. <sighs> so Bayonetta 2. Got it. Bayonetta 2. Not, not even Bayonetta 1. Just Bayonetta just, 2. I don't know. I might throw Bayonetta 1 in, you know. Because I'm going to get the physical copy because I want the free digital download of Bayonetta. Yeah, absolutely, man. And then we'll get Bayonetta 3 maybe this year, probably next year. But no, Bayonetta 3 is in the works. I actually have pre ordered Bayonetta 3. That's It's supposed to come out in December. So. Well, it's not. That's just a placeholder. You're a placeholder. I've been known to be. So, breakdown What does the Nintendo system do right? Uh, the portability. The portability, the graphics on the port of, uh, on the uh, on the the screen itself, I think is what it does right. I think that those okay. are the two big things that the Switch gets right. So the portability. Yes. What does it do wrong? Everything else. Uh, the jo- everything else. <laughs> the Joy Cons, uh, the games, uh, the how far behind it is from every other console. Uh, yeah, no, like that's what it gets wrong. It's stuck in the 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 first decade of this century. So. Regarding the Joy-Cons, uh, have you done anything that utilizes the HD rumble that they have in there? No. No. No, I Did you know that was in there? Yeah, it, it rumbles like the Zelda game will rumble, and I'm like, yeah, this is stupid. Okay. So they have this new technology called HD rumble. <sighs> um, I highly recommend you check out 1-2-Switch and play through the games there. It's fun to play with your wife. It's fun to play when you are both inebriated. You know what? It is fun to play with my wife. Get good scrubs. Okay, go ahead. Hello. Um, all right. So games you should play. But, but I love how Bayonetta 1 and 2 is number one on this list. Well, of course it is because okay. I know you want to play them. Okay. But you okay. should also play 1-2 Switch nope. like I just said. Nope. You need to try Splatoon 2. Nope. 
I think you need to download Stardew Valley. Nope. It's available on everything, but you should you should definitely play Stardew Valley. No. Um, I would definitely recommend checking out Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Didn't I? I, I would like that one. Didn't I ban Mario plus Rabbids from this? I think I did. I, I said that, that this, you couldn't talk about that game anymore on this podcast. So Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle is a tactical turn-based RPG in the style of XCOM, and you should play it. Nope. All right. What about super awesome mega big open world RPGs from Japan like Xenoblade Chronicles 2? I've actually thought about picking that up. You should. And have you heard of Snipperclips? Uh, you've mentioned it once. And if you mention it again, I will come to Colorado and punch you in the nuts. Snipperclips. I will come and punch you in the nuts. <laughs> I can't wait. Party time. Party time. Um, there's, there's actually a demo for Snipperclips in the, in the store. It's really fun to play if you and your wife get a, a second. It's fun to play with a second person. So um, download it. Play it. Uh, Virtual Please. Boy was the name of... Uh, Virtual uh, Boy. Yeah, thanks, Hell John. Yeah, I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember it all. John nailed it. It's Virtual Boy. I loved Virtual right. Boy. Anything I, I else remember, you want to make? No, I just remember going into Toys R Us and playing the demo and being like, Mom, Dad, this is what I want. And then they looked at it and like, this is stupid. They were probably right. <laughs> it was stupid. It yeah. was, uh, especially compared to what we've got now. But, you know. Hell yeah. Technology. Technology moves forward. Nintendo does not. Uh, that's the show, everybody. Uh, yeah, it was kind of a rehash of a rehash of a rehash. And now that horse is dead. And I promise we won't kick it anymore. Get good Speaking scrubs. Speaking of nostalgia. Right. Good God. Uh, so that's Garrick. I'm Crowley. Next week, Game of the Month, Kingdom Come Deliverance. <laughs>